Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Welcome so much, and thank you for joining us today. You know, I just want to encourage you that there are so many things vying for your time right now. I pray that you, as you listen to today's show, that something important that God has to say to you comes out in the words that are said, because we know time is valuable, and we want to make sure, Jim, that we are giving people um, nuggets that they can apply to their daily life and make it relevant to them. And I know they're going to experience that today. I just don't know what it's going to be yet. That's right. That's right. We think elections don't have significance, but here's one for you. The workplace of the Four Walls Church is under attack in Washington State. In Washington State, in Washington State, the legislature there decided that every workplace which provides health insurance has to pay for abortions, the killing of a young life. A church in Seattle is fighting this now in the Ninth District Court of Appeals. Abortion should be ended in this country, not forced to be paid for by the very people fighting for the lives of those children. Tony Dale with Sidera Health is with us today to talk about health care issues that he sees coming up in the November 3rd election and its impact on you and your workplace. And Tony Dale and his company have a solution that is kingdom-sized and kingdom-designed and can eliminate this hassle for forcing you to pay for abortions. More reason to get out the Christian vote this fall. We need to stop the genocide of the 50 years of, de- of killing our children. No wonder our country is reeling. Tony Dale, welcome back to I Work For Him. Jim and Martha, thank you so much. Looking forward to our conversation. All right, so Tony, before we get talking about healthcare and healthcare, corporate healthcare sharing, what have you learned new about God as it relates to work recently? Well, God wants to be involved in everything we do. Uh, And recently I've been uh, putting uh, personally quite a bit of focus into money raising. Uh, We're growing a lot and growth costs money. Uh, And it's fascinated me uh, sort of watching, not just through the discussions for many months leading up to when we began uh, our fundraise, where uh, really things that God had made clear Uh, I guess in my spirit, from the earliest part of the conversation, have actually worked out that way. Uh, But now since we've literally begun uh, seeking how to raise that money, it's staggered me what happens uh, as you bring God into the picture. Uh, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, uh, and I'm guessing he owns the high-quality rare ones because uh, he can sell just one of those and provide all that we might need. Uh, And what we're finding is that uh, there's great openness to all that we're trying to do. We've been staggered, as have uh, the the Christian group, a great group out of Dallas called uh, uh, Capital Works. We're very closely with the Lion's Den people that you may know. Sure. Uh, And uh, they've been doing a great job for us in Sidera. And uh, we're seeing God's hand at work. That's all I can say. Maybe next time around, I can tell you what the specific answers will be, but uh, right now, it's exciting watching God at work. Now, for those of you that just raised your eyebrows and said, the Lion's Den, not that Lion's Den. Lion's Den is a Christian financing group that loves to get invested in entrepreneurial adventures of Christ followers. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's exciting. And I we do look forward to seeing and hearing every time we talk with you, Tony, about what God's doing in your um, atmosphere of work there. So mm-hmm. why did God lead you to develop a healthcare company? Well, I'm, I'm not quite sure I can get inside the <laughs> Lord's mind and answer that question. Okay. <laughs> I, I can give you my very limited understanding of why God might have had me involved. Okay, in, we'll go there then. <laughs> starting a, a healthcare company. Uh, and that limited understanding would be uh, God doesn't waste anything. Mm. Uh, and so when, when you look back through my life, Uh, You know, obviously, I'm a family doctor by training, uh, worked in a very poor part of London, gave me some idea, you know, very early in my medical career of, you know, the challenges that people face, especially people with limited financial means. And then I was very involved, again, as I I think you uh, would know, uh, in working with physicians all over the United Kingdom, helping them understand how to integrate faith and work. Uh, And so... In that process, I, you know, found myself thinking, uh, how do you communicate ideas? Uh, and how do, you, how do you communicate ideas within the professional sphere that can actually have a national impact? Then, of course, in God's economy, he brings us over here. We think we're expanding that Christian medical professional organization. But lo and behold, God has other work for us. And so, you know, through the injury I had and, you know, beginning to see some of the mess of healthcare economics, uh, I'm, I'm drawn into a whole new world of starting businesses to try and help uh, deal with medical cost containment. Uh, and so I, I think as you look at God at work, what, what he does is he's preparing you for all of the instances and experiences of your life. I never knew that to be prepared for work, uh, I might, uh, you know, have years out of work when I first came here and the difficulty of that and my licensing not being accepted over here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that would lead through an entrepreneurial journey and some very ordinary, very down to earth, uh, you know, type of business experiences. I had no idea it would lead into something with medical economics. And I had no idea that the Affordable Care Act would come in one day uh, and would begin to put all of these disparate elements together in my mind and say, we have answers that are better than this. Come on, Christians, let's show a godly response to how this nation can get its healthcare back on track. And that's what we're doing. So I guess God found uh, someone who had had the requisite experience and background uh, that he was willing to to look at and tackle uh, something on this type of scale. Well, what's really, I'm sorry. I just have a comment because I think it's very um, important to point out the fact that you were you a physician, yet in America, you were not allowed to practice. And it forced you to look at other things. And your expertise, though, as a physician, has helped you to, you already understood a lot of things about healthcare. And I think that, Jim, you know, there's a lot of people that get displaced, especially right now in their um, employment for one reason or another. But God may be able to use that. You said God doesn't waste experience, you know. So I want people to take that to themselves and say, okay, and turn it to God and say, God, if I've am unemployed right now or I'm not employed, I'm underemployed, whatever that might be, use this time to seek how God can use all those skills he's given you 
to do something new with it. And, I, you know, it's a beautiful, yes, this has been a long, hard journey. This isn't like, you know, it just turned one day, right? Tony, we've walked that journey with you. Um, but you've seen God's hand in it, and you've seen how he's used it. And I just want to encourage our listeners with that today. We're talking today with, we're talking today with Dr. Tony Dale from Sidera Health. I want you to check him out online. If you run any kind of an organization, nonprofit, for-profit, you run a business, you're looking for benefits for your people, but the typical types of benefits are just way out of control. I think you need to check out Sedera Health, S-E-D-E-R-A.com. They're going to provide a solution for you that's called corporate healthcare sharing. You're going to see a solution that you never imagined that's way more affordable and way more practical than the typical healthcare solution that maybe your local agent would provide. It's a different option. It's a great option. Corporate healthcare sharing from Sidera Health is something you should check out. All right, Tony, you know, just as Obamacare, as you call the Affordable Care Act, which you know you and I have a disagree on that name because I don't think it was either. Um, and that's me saying it, not Tony Dale. He's always a gracious guy. God, God provided an avenue through Sidera Health to provide corporate healthcare sharing, which when when Obamacare was brought out, there was a lot of edicts with that, a support for the abortion drugs and for providing for abortions. And there was a lot of things there. Plus, the costs got out of control. How is Sidera's solution so much better? Really, it was a kingdom solution. Why don't you describe it for people? I'd be glad to, to try and do that, Jim. I mean, you know, where you start from and your underlying presumptions uh, are going to have a huge impact on where you end up. Uh, and obviously, the Affordable Care Act uh, comes mainly out of a, uh, a mindset that says that government is likely to have the answer to intractable problems. Um, well, I, I start from a different mindset. Uh, I, I can remember reading an article, I think it was out of the Atlantic magazine, about uh, you know, the early days of the Obama administration, all these brilliant young uh, minds that uh, President Obama had brought together to help on, you know, all sorts of different issues. And whoever wrote that article, uh, that they made an interesting observation. You know, these are all brilliant, uh, you know, absolutely, you know, from the top drawers, we would have said in England, people uh, who, who are applying their minds to things. Uh, but they said, one thing we do notice about these people is they're not, there's not a lot of humility. Uh, and one thing I learned from my Christian background and experience is that uh, actually there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, we may think that we have a whole host of brand new problems, but they're just uh, problems that are now culturally adapted to where we are. The, the real problem is the human heart. Uh, and so when you put together... Uh, an approach to dealing with healthcare uh, that puts government at the center of the planning and that does not hold people individually responsible, let alone in any sort of a community sense of building that community. Uh, and when you divorce all of that from basic economic principles, you know, such as, you know, how, how do you deal with pre-existing conditions? You know, that's a very important question and a, a just and a, a wealthy society like America needs good answers. But the good answer isn't just that you move into economically irrational approaches. Uh, and, and so, you know, you, where you begin profoundly impacts where you end up. Uh, and I think a bunch of really smart people who began in the wrong places 
uh, ended up with something that most of us could have told them from common sense. I wouldn't begin to have the sort of intellectual capacity of most of those who put the Affordable Care Act together. Uh, but I could tell you from day one that it wouldn't work uh, because you, you, you can't sort of pay for something uh, for which there's an unlimited amount of human desire and say that everybody can have as much as they want. I mean, maybe everybody wants chocolate cake all day, every day, but not everybody can afford that. And whatever Marie Antoinette might have said, you know, let the people eat cake. Uh, she, she didn't understand that for most people, they were going to run out of resource before that would happen. And the Affordable Care Act would be an example of that, that the nation would run out of resource before everybody had everything they wanted. Uh, and so, you know, into that context as Christians, I think we then start looking and saying, well, God has provided the resources. Uh, how do we find a way to bring that to everybody? And as a family physician myself, and coming from a family of family physicians, I mean, uh, I'm actually, uh, I guess, no, my son is the fourth generation of uh, a doctor, you know, within the Dale sort of clan. Uh, you know, there's a lot of years, hundred uh, plus years of experience of what it looks like to provide medical care and to be actively engaged in that world. Uh, and you have to find a way if you're really going to tackle healthcare properly to put the doctor and the patient back in the center of healthcare. It's not about administration. It's not about public social policy. It's not about social engineering. It's not about wealth transfer. Uh, all the things that are all happening now, you know, especially the wealth transfer, the, the medical system is, is just sucking up uh, the income of the country uh, in a bunch of predatory practices. And I'm not talking about doctors. I'm talking about a system. Uh, I'm talking about what happens when you remove all the rational uh, constraints there are uh, with, within medical economics, uh, which is what's happened, and you end up with a system that is able to uh, fuel human greed and find ways to extract uh, value uh, at an exorbitant rate from the very people who usually can least afford it, and that's those who are sick uh, and you know, suffering from all the consequences of their illness. So into that, we begin to bring in the love of God. And you begin to find that there are better answers. And you asked me, would I sort of summarize what the Sidira do? Well, uh, coming from my vantage point, you know, I could describe this in economic terms and the sharing economy and put it all in nice terms that wouldn't be offensive to anybody. And I'm happy to do that in, in the right sort of context. But in the context of your show, I'd like to say that the principles are just there outlined in Scripture. It does say of the early Christians that uh, they were together, they had all things in common, uh, and that there were no needs among them because as any had needs, they shared. And essentially, that's what the healthcare sharing ministries that were exempted under the, Afford Act, uh, uh, under the Affordable Care Act were trying to do. And what we found a way, uh, having built, if you like, on, on the shoulders of the giants before us, we found a way to take some of those basic principles and move them into the marketplace of ideas where all people, all people of goodwill, doesn't matter what faith they are, but people of goodwill who are willing to find a way to take personal responsibility and in a mature environment, share corporate responsibility away from all the contracts and all the middlemen and everything else that makes healthcare so expensive. Instead, we just believe that principles in God's word actually work. 
Righteousness does exalt a nation. So really, Sedera was set up on biblical principles with the kingdom in mind. And, And the idea behind the kingdom is that everybody benefits from Christ followers living out their faith, whether they believe or not. The people are benefiting from us with the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us that the kingdom, we start bringing kingdom solutions to the economy and people are blessed by them, whether they're actually followers of Jesus or not. I mean, that's what Sidera is doing for, I mean, everybody that has Sidera health as their health care uh, provider, they're not all believers, right? Uh, no, a- a- absolutely not. And, and, and it's been foundational to everything we've done uh, that if there's something good, we want to give it to everybody. Right. Uh, and I, th- I think that's a biblical approach. You know, for God so loved the world. Not, not that for God so loved Christians. Mm. For God so loved the world. In fact, I see Jesus wandering around with the religious people of his day, and he had a lot of problem with the religious people. <laughs> uh, but he got on real well with all the ordinary people because they, they saw the embodiment of the love of God. So in that sense, I mean, we're very open right there in our core values. Anyone can find on our website uh, you know, it, it says that love is central. And people sometimes say, well, in business, is that appropriate? Well, fly Southwest Airlines. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you see love in action. They, they, if you like, took the same principle. Now, I have no idea if they took it from biblical background or not. I don't know. But what I know is they exemplify that within the airline industry in a way that we would try and exemplify it. Uh, within this whole medical cost-sharing world, mm-hmm. that when you put love at the core of what you're doing, you not only build an incredible workplace, but you build an incredible community uh, of companies and of employees and of individuals uh, who begin to experience uh, the power of putting core biblical principle at work in their lives in something as simple as sharing medical bills. So we're heading into another election. This fall, November the 3rd, big election, probably, as people are saying, the biggest election our country's ever seen because our country hasn't been this divided since before the Civil War. Uh, and there's so much more depth to the division today than even back then. Tony, is your company just one new legislature away from non-existence? I mean, is corporate health care sharing in danger? Well, that's a, a great question, and uh, of course, that's a concern in, in some people's minds. Uh, but that was a concern in the mind of the Christian Healthcare Sharing Ministries back in 2008 and nine, when they were beginning to debate the Affordable Care Act. Uh, and of course, when that act came through, uh, they had been exempted. Uh, so uh, my view is that God plus anyone is a majority. Amen. Uh, And so I feel very comfortable that whatever happens on the political sphere, that doesn't interfere with the plans of God. In fact, it's just a part of the plan of God. So, yes, there are wise and sensible steps that we take. You know, over the six years that Sidera has been functioning, uh, we've worked very closely with departments of insurance and with legislators. We've tried to answer questions. We don't represent left or right, to be honest, in what we do. We, we represent a, an approach to healthcare, which for most people involved in it, cuts their costs in half. Well, you don't have to be left or right to think that's a pretty smart idea. And if it works, let's find a way to promote it. Uh, so we love to work with people from wherever they are on the political spectrum. Now, you know, has President Trump been 
from our perspective, uh, helpful in some of what he's done? Sure, his push towards transparency and medical pricing, some of the things he's tried to do to uh, limit the power and the, the sort of creaming off of money of the middlemen and uh, all of this type of stuff, very much appreciate that, not easy to do. Uh, but the issue to us isn't what happens in this election. Uh, it's that we love to cooperate wherever we see God at work, and we're very comfortable that God can protect us as we move forward. Mm. You know, I love that, and I think a lot of people need to hear that as well, because we get very, um, you know, whether it's fear or anxiety or just um you know, worry about the unknown, hearing what you're saying is like, we're just, we just want to work with whatever we have um, to to be um, a resource for people. And so I, I hope, again, I just feel like it's so important that what you're saying in your industry applies to so many other people in their workspace. And um, they're just good truths that are biblical. And that's really what I work for him is all about is saying, okay, what is it that someone else, God's been leading you, Dr. Tony Dale, to do in your work that someone else can learn from? Because together we can, we can be stronger and we can be Jesus in our work. And that's what's powerful about your testimony, Tony. You really, you got the blueprints for Sedera Health from God. And you've created an organization that is servicing thousands of people and giving them an alternative for providing for healthcare for their people within their organization that they never had an option to do before. And that's that's a God kind of solution. And we love that. What kind of concerns do you have as we head up into the fall elections? Are there health specific healthcare issues that you want to make sure that are addressed? Well, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, I have personal opinions and preferences and uh, all, all sorts of things. Uh, as I look out on the medical landscape, uh, I see uh, in the middle of all the chaos, all the greed, all the systems that are broken, uh, I see sort of beacons of light that are beginning to, to, to flash up everywhere. I mean, you look at something like the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, uh, who pioneered really this whole sort of movement towards medical price transparency by just putting their prices for all the uh, surgical procedures that are done in that hospital up online. That simple step has led not only to a thriving surgical practice doing thousands of procedures a year, uh, but has led now to, uh, I guess, I'm guessing hundreds of similar uh, independent, privately owned free market health uh, centers uh, that are saying, we can do better than the other system. You can look at the sort of corporatized hospital system, uh, much of it supposedly in nonprofit hands. Uh, and I feel very strongly about this, that uh, you know, in a book recently written by professor of surgery and medical uh, policy at John Hopkins uh, uh, University Medical School in, in Baltimore, uh, you know, uh, Professor Marty McCary, uh, you know, from, from all of his academic background, he's, he's been taking the lid off what's going on in, in healthcare costs and why there's so much money that uh, is, is squandered. Uh, and, you know, it's really, really clear that there's something wrong with the system. And then what happens is brave independent physicians buck the system uh, and find a way to go out there and say, well, look what we're doing in surgery. Many of the surgeries at Surgery Center of Oklahoma City, uh, sorry, Oka, Oklahoma uh, uh, Surgery Center, 
at one third the price that people would pay in other hospitals there in Oklahoma City. Mm, wow. How do, how do they do it? Well, they just do it by removing all the middlemen and all, all the fluff and everything else. And they end up with better results. Okay, and this is something not widely understood. Where we're showing people much more cost-effective ways towards healthcare, when you start measuring the results, you find that the cost-effective ways lead not just to financial efficiency, but to clinical or medical efficiency, meaning better outcomes. So a simple system that most people can understand would be something like LASIK surgery. Most insurances uh, or virtually everything will not pay for LASIKs because you can buy a pair of glasses and, you know, have, have, have much the same effect for, you know, almost zero cost. So it's a personal choice if people want to spend money for, uh, for LASIK surgery. Okay, but LASIK surgery, which 15 years ago was maybe a little bit clunky as it began and was costing maybe $3,000 an eye, is down to about $200 an eye now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the quality is unbelievably good. And this is possible in every part of medicine as we apply sensible, rational economic principles in an environment that is designed to give the best service at the least cost. And God's got those solutions. So if we've got people listening today, they're involved in the medical industry and they're looking for solutions. They're like, how do I do this differently? Do it better with more excellence. God's got a solution for you. Tony Dale's got some ideas for you as well. Tony, I want to make, I want to end the conversation just talking about the impact of God on your business. Uh, Because without God, you wouldn't be where you're at. Without your, uh, and he has surrounded you, he's helped you hire some amazing, amazing people who also love Jesus, who are helping you run these organizations. What do you think God's got for you next at Sedera Health going into 2021? Well, let, let me make a couple of quick comments. We've got a bunch of amazing people. Uh, they don't all understand Jesus. Some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, And we love working with whoever God brings to us. And, you know, there are great people from every sort of background and persuasion. What unifies us, okay, is not necessarily a common faith, but a common vision. Uh, And when when you are able to articulate and to live out the the core sort of principles and values that something like Sidira exists for, you know, for example, Uh, We're intentionally not status quo. Well, what does that mean? Well, we're trying to affect change, significant change. Right. That's intentional. Uh, When the vision is big enough, people of goodwill who see that vision want to become a part of it. Uh, So I I start, of course, from from my perspective as as an active Christian, I start from the perspective that the whole earth is the Lord's. Uh, And that means he wants to take care of it and that he's provided the resources and the ideas that can take care of it. Someone else may start from a different starting place, but the the commonality is that we can see through a common vision and a commitment to shared values that we can really bring transformation in the marketplace. And that's what we're seeing happen. (laughs) That is just great. You know, I just, I know that there, like I said, as I've interjected throughout this show, is that there are nuggets of what um, Dr. Tony Dale has been able to apply in his own life that I believe our listeners need to take it, take a moment and reflect yourself and think outside of the box and say, what is God's answer 
um, to my situation. And I really believe that it's going to be an eye opener. And who knows what kind of uh, creative change can come out of a conversation like this. So thank you for sharing um, from your own experience and helping us to um, learn from that for ourselves. Well, thank you so much. You know, I love being with you and it's a, a privilege to be able to uh, enjoy your radio show. And if you want to be cutting edge with the benefits with your people that work in your organization, check them out online. Sedera.com, Sedera.com. Corporate healthcare sharing is going to revolutionize the way you take care of your people. Dr. Tony Dale, once again, a phenomenal show. Great conversation. Thanks for the inspiration. And we do appreciate you. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, our ministry place. But ultimately, I I work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at IWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at IWorkForHim and online IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com.